Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. I am a hassle. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. When you yell, sometimes things fly out of your mouth. Now, from the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Anthony. Anthony. Let's go to Anthony. Anthony. Not as funny break as the last two. Ian and I had some interesting things to say. You had something. I, I, I you saw any of them or no? No, I could just say that I. Mm-mm. Yeah, you probably. No. Nope. It was, it was, it was it religious in tone, religious in nature. If you if you were to repeat it, Ian is presented by D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. 888 law twenty four bite back. Might need to call them. D'Agostino. Uh, that's right. I'm Anthony Pusick, in for Peter on ENN, and I'd like to say good evening to Don. It's hard to get major leaguers out. Maybe I should say it's 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 time to speak to Buck Showalter. It's real hard. <laughs> Don? The things he did with trees were amazing. Bob Ross gets a mention on the program today. No longer with us, by the way. No longer with us. Yeah, man. sadly. Hi, Don. I mean, you could get shivved. Bob didn't get shivved. <laughs> it just so happened it was the next one to hit. I have to make that clear. Uh, Dan and Don. I never liked those. Well, that's your problem. And this is Don from yesterday. <laughs> at the end of the show, saying that he loved Dan, which is beautiful. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. That's what it was from? Yeah, because the guy called up, said that he would replace you with somebody, and it takes everybody two seconds to figure out who the person would replace somebody with on this show. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Um, Don... You're a big boxing guy, right? I hate boxing. What I've been doing lately is kickboxing. Got a good future. Tom McGregor's kickboxing update. It was rough today. Yeah? I was tired. It's been a long week. What time are those sessions? 9.30. Still got to get your trainer on, by the way. Get a solid Kimball. Did a great job today. We did a lot of lower body today. Well, that's generally hey, it's what kickboxing rough. entails. It but is this, the feet. But the, no, no. <laughs> I mean, slow. I mean, even even an NHL coach would be as forthcoming as to tell no, you he has the lower body. You, you just don't know. He's, he's had a day. Guy. He's, he's really had a really day. Had a day. But well, I got isn't, gloves. That what ki- isn't that what kickboxing? Yeah, but it's is? not always. But it, it's still hence upper the body. Kick. No, we we, we I have gloves. I know. So. I use the upper body. But how about this? So you get in a, a stance like you're going to do a push-up, all right? Mm-hmm. But what you do is you got to take your back, take your legs, go up the wall, mm-hmm. like jump up the wall and then come down. Sure. And like do that for 20 seconds. That was that yeah, was rough. I, that, that's challenging. Is that the stupid thing you were doing? A no, of no, that's ago, a, like, like a, that's a high wall, plank. Like Spider-Man. That was different. That's a high wall that plank. That's nothing. That's dumb. But uh, right, they were trying I to like it. peer pressure me into doing it. They were like, "Do it." I said, "No, I'm not going to do it." You didn't. You didn't do it. No, because I was about to like eat dinner or whatever. I, I wasn't sure. going to do that. Who wants it? When you go to a restaurant, like we go out to eat later tonight, <sighs> they're going to be like, "Hey, you know what? Climb up on that wall." I'm like, "No, no, thanks. I'll go to your, one of your competing restaurants." We have the place, Jacob. We have the place. We know where we're going now. Do we? We do. But didn't you say that, that? Didn't we agree? Was that an agreement? Yeah. Oh, well, Dan's on the fence. No, maybe okay. we, I'm well, fine with it. It's between. Should we say that? Well, why not? 
Does it matter? I don't think anybody's going to swing by. No. If you do, we'd, we're, we're going to be eating. They would, and they, and they would eat. appreciate us. The, no, it's, it's between PJ Clark's and Parm. Mm-hmm. What, Parm is a finalist? Why not? Mm. It was on the top five. Who are you taking out? You make it that's seem a, like all they serve there is like chicken parm. They've no, got they, lots well, of other stuff. It's a, good, it's a nice Italian it's a, place it's a, to go. It's a heavy... That is heavy. <sighs> right? He's always... He's got something negative to say about everything. <laughs> and plus, he's not going to be able to get his burger there, so we got to go to PJ Claw. Uh, <laughs> not going to get his burger or parm. There are other options in New the Year's Day, mm-hmm. the Seahawks game that last was year. Didn't we, didn't we order out parm for us? Because we did. it was New Year's Day, ringing the new year. It was very good. The Jet broadcast. It was outstanding. We ordered about 17 sandwiches plus other stuff, and we housed the whole day. I could thing. just think it was all on Greg. Yeah. What do you mean, on Greg? Well, did he, Greg did he pay for it? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, Greg, Greg's great, because I always tell the story. Championship game in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Right. So 2009. Mm-hmm. We all go out to dinner. So it's me, Larry Hardesty, because he was doing sidelines. Oh, that's awesome. That game, Joe Lochran, all the all the heavy hitters. That's a crew. I'd love to sit and eat. Uh, they were all. Everybody was there. It was a really good time. We found a rest. We we found a Morton's Steakhouse. Okay, Morton's is good. Was it Morton's or Hyde Park? It might have been because it was Indianapolis. I might. I'm not sure. I don't remember because then it was Pittsburgh the next year, and it's basically Indianapolis and Pittsburgh have the same. It wasn't St. Elmo's? No, no, no. That's 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 no. a special place for Indy. I never heard anybody say this. Dan knows the story. Anthony, I don't think you've heard this, but now that you know Greg, you'll appreciate it. I, I definitely will. Right? Now, not everybody makes a ton of money. Sure. But it's a steakhouse, so you know you're going to be in for at least 50, 60 bucks. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe 75 if you decide to get alcohol. Ahead, you're saying. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. So we're in a nice high-end steakhouse, a nice dinner the Saturday before the championship game against the Colts. Mm-hmm. And Greg Buttle, I never heard anybody say this before. He's like... Let's let's order a lobster for the table. <laughs> yep. No, I've heard. Maybe I've heard of the seafood tower. Uh, you know, I've heard of like appetite. Let's get some wings for the table or something. Yeah. You know, maybe some plantains. I don't know something for the table. <laughs> I never heard anybody say let's get a lobster now, for the table. Remind now, me to tell you, Dan. We have to tell Don what when we had our jet dinner. Yeah. What transpired? Now the lot six. I'm not a lobster guy. I like lobster. Now, w- love lobster. Yeah. But when he says order a lobster for the table, I meaning just plop it right down the middle of the table, and then pick like, at like it four savages just sit there with a knife and fork and just start well, like eating at let it. Let me tell yes. you something. If it's as good as Spark Steakhouse here in New York, they just get the whole lobster out for you. All the meat. Oh, really? Leave it right on the table. Well, They'll do it, it right be. in front of you. Sparks is fantastic. So that he almost like viewed the lobster then as like an appetizer. Right. But I've ne- I don't think it's ever been said in the history of eating in the Let's United States. Let's get a lobster States. for Let's the table. Let's get a lobster for the table. You know who does it? Greg Buttle does it. Greg Buttle well, does it. You know what he? You know, you hang know, on, I'm telling. <laughs> hang on, I'm talking. I was talking about what he, what he checked in the coat rack. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> what was it? Just a briefcase full of money or something? Basically, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the meal is over. We have a lot of laughs, a lot of yucks, the whole yeah. nine yards. So we go back. You know, some of us checked our coats. So we went over and we got the coats. I get my coat. Anthony got his coat. Whatever, Ray. And then Greg gets his coat. And then all of a sudden, the woman who comes working the coat rack thing gives, like, Greg the coat. And then, in addition, gives him, what was it? Like, was it a box or, it was like, a, pl- a... It was a giant brown paper bag. A giant brown, like, kind full of, of... Full of. And I said, what the hell is this? Oh, that's that's mine. It's caviar. <laughs> how did, now, wh- how, number one, how does one acquire caviar going into a steak restaurant? He coat-checked caviar. He coat-checked caviar. Where'd he get it? That's the mystery. That was a you different... Didn't ask? Well, this was on the way out. He might have said where, but I like just at that point I was like the night's over. What I'm did good. he buy it out of the uh, <laughs> trunk of a car outside the place? 
And then was, do they have? Is there refrigeration well, in the saying. coat shack? That's my lobster I for the table. My com- coat story. was room temperature. I don't know what they <laughs> I, did I with just the don't know if I I'm sure you had a nice dinner that lasted at least ninety minutes to two hours. Oh yeah, like right? of all things. So I need caviar sitting in a uh, basically warm. And he got there before us. Check? He got there before us. Oh he, well, he was warmed up. Now I don't know this place. What, what place did you go to? We went to Del Frisco's. Maybe they do have refrigeration options. Oh, they have in the, the coat shack. They could have the option. I'm sure he inquired. I didn't know there was a caviar coat check, but now we know. No, but remember what happened that night, too. He met, we met him there. Sure. Because I was here, and then I went over with, with Anthony and with Ray, and he was calling me, telling me that, because I was the one that made the reservation, he was calling me, telling me that they didn't have any knowledge or record of our reservation. I said, really? I even got the confirmation, and then- It was a confirmation Confirmation situation. situation. Had to straighten it all out, but we got it taken care of. Oh, I can't wait for the season. I really can't. Um, somebody can't wait can't, for the dinner already. I can't wait for the dinner. Somebody who yeah. can wait, probably Denzel Mims. Um, according to multiple reports, uh, the Jets are either going to waive Denzel Mims or trade him. So they're most likely going to waive him. Um, the second round selection in 2020, something we'll discuss very shortly here, never gained traction at, with ah. the Jets' current coaching staff, and they've he's well, been informed he will be waived if they can't find a trade partner. That what was draft. the streak of consecutive weeks in which we asked, one of the three of us asked Robert Sala about Mims. Denzel Mims, at least four. Right, four or five, right? Like every week. Like what's... Wasn't last year? It was the year before? I think. Yeah. Just about. Remember, it was the whole like, oh, he's he's coming along, but they wouldn't put him in the lineup. They didn't have any weapons, but yet he he would either be. He can only do the uh, X. He can't do the Z. Right. Yeah, like can't play special. He's like, having a hard time with it. Yeah. And now he's going to be a former Jet. But you look back at that 2020 Jets draft now. Joe Douglas's first draft, if I'm not mistaken, it's not very good. Yeah, it it, it has. If exactly- Mackay Becton becomes a perennial All Pro style offensive lineman. Salvaged. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I do think that Makai Becton is actually going to have a good year for the simple reason. Guess what, boys? Mm. He's singing for his supper this year. Yeah, that's what I thought with uh, Kyrie with the Nets last year. Yeah, but America. Kyrie Irving has more money than Makai Becton no, right I, now. I, I, I get it, but it's, no. But think about it. Makai sure Becton doesn't have a contract, and and good luck on the open market next year if you don't play for essentially three straight seasons. But uh, is he is he going to have a really solid season at right tackle or left? As long as he plays, I don't think it matters. No, no it, it kind of does in evaluating Right now the you're pick. asking me, I will tell you right tackle. All right. So we're evaluating the draft. So if you're, what was he, the sixth overall pick? Back then, was, no, was the 11th pick. He was like the fourth That's right, tackle Thomas was the, was the 11th pick. Yeah. All right, he was so the 11th, the 11th pick. pick. He's the first round, high first round pick, 11th mm-hmm. overall pick. That's right, because um, uh, Thomas was taken by mm-hmm. the Giants higher. Right. That was sixth, I believe. That was sixth. So he's the 11th pick. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're taking a right tackle at 11. So if he's effective at right tackle, it's still a it's still a miss for Douglas because he would have spent a first round pick on a right tackle. Mm-mm. Who had Unless your quarterback's left-handed. So I'm looking at their their drafted players of that draft in 2020. Who had the most games? Who has the most games, I should say, with the Jets? Ronnie Stanley was taken 6th overall by the Ravens and he plays right tackle. All right. I think they moved him. I think they moved him. Dan, do you have any idea? Say again. What was the question? Who has the most games played for the Jets of that draft? In 2020? In 2020. It's got to be Ashton Davis. No. He's second. He has 37 games. Bryce Hall? He has 30. Mm. It would be Braden Mann then. 43 games. And he's no longer on the team. And he's no longer on the team. He's still with us, but he's just on the team. No. So when you're a punter. Listen, it's a a tough draft. It's a tough draft. draft. 
two but guys you, didn't even make the two guys didn't even play. But don't you think it's that, that is an oddity it, that you're talking about a draft class which leaves a lot to be desired, let's face it, that you're sitting here talking about a team that could potentially do special things this year. Yes. Oh, that's, well, just that, that's not the, the norm. Norm. I, I I'm I'm I, you've I swung think Joe Douglas every is a good general manager. I just what he was he had a great draft for, last year. What he was able draft. to get for Jamal Adams is enough to be able to save his job. Yes, All right? Jamal but Adams. Yes. There's a lot of other things. Sam Darnold. That we were having Herndon. a discussion about Herndon. him moving forward. That if the Jets have a bad season with a healthy Aaron Rodgers this year, he still could end up losing his job. Why? Because. It all goes back to Wilson. When you whiff on a second overall pick yeah. and then forcing you to make the big splash with Rodgers, they also cost you a first-round pick, and that ends up being a failure. And then you look at, well, we're going to have to get rid of Robert Sala because that's three straight losing seasons. Well, he was your head coach pick. Like, There's a lot of things that could pile up that can cost Douglas his job. I think he's a good general manager. But if a healthy Aaron Rodgers spits the bit, and they go seven and ten next year and miss the playoffs. Not a good luck. It's on the table that he could lose his job. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think we all, it has to be all open for discussion. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Jets did speak today. Uh, some Quinn, of them did. Quinn, yes, some of them did. Quinn and Williams just got some money. Um, he was asked, do you pay attention to high external pressure? I feel like me, myself, and like the defense and the team itself really don't really uh, pay attention to the external things. If it's positive or negative, um, the external factors really don't matter because internal is all we have, all we got. So just focus on each other, focus on getting better every day, um, focus on pushing each other every single day is the, probably the main focus. So. Block out the noise. Quinn is starting to sound like a young Charles Barkley. I mean, they're both from down in Alabama. Oh, wow. I think that's probably what it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. Accent-wise, that's what I'm talking I'm not talking about just what he's saying. But yeah, absolutely. Well, because Quinnen got his money, he does not have to worry about, or the Jets don't have to worry about him holding out. And uh, good for Quinnen, really. Great oh, guy. Oh, he deserves it. Great uh, dude. The ES, one of the ESPN lists had him as a top five defensive tackle. Of course he is. Yeah. Just scratching the surface. Him and Dexter Lawrence, I think, was sixth. I think Dexter Lawrence was sixth on that list. Um, so good for both the Giants and the Jets in that list. Um, somebody that it, that is holding out or might hold out, Cowboys All-Pro guard Zach Martin. Yeah, how Who about the this? Giants should have taken instead of Odell. That is, that is, fair, is that a fair comment? Yeah, that's yes. fair. That's very fair. Yes, 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 um, yes. So he's unhappy with his contract and the team's lack of interest in restructuring it, sources told our Adam Schefter. 32-year-old Martin said he's woefully underpaid relative to the market. He's scheduled to make about $7 million less this season than the NFL's best-paid guard guards good point by him but also a massive blow to the cowboys if he holds out but i woke, sits up, out, I I woke up to see this too zach martin the latest number 99 rating in the madden game oh and i saw that he made that his twitter avatar now sure because you love well, zach listen, martin well well listen 
Imagine going into a negotiation asking for more money with the team if you're an NFL player I, and saying, I just was given a number 99 by know. EA Yes, I do. Madden. I don't doubt yes, that at I all. Yes, I do. But, 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 but do you see how warped that is, though? Not Mark, really. Not it's a really. video game. But, but it I doesn't have, matter. It matters. Uh, no, yeah. It's in the grand scheme game. of things, you're right. But th- what Madden is saying is... Zach Martin is one of the best offensive linemen in the game. Well, if correct? the Cowboys don't know that by now, then what the hell are they doing? And, but it's another use of ammunition for him to say, right. and I should be paid as such. I, the, the first thing that came to mind when I saw the story this morning, and then I thought about all the potential holdouts of the running back position, and then I thought about how nobody plays in the three preseason games anymore, and we have 17 games. I just wonder if, if, if camp's now a joke. And guys are like, I don't need it. I got a personal trainer. I'm a veteran. I've been through this stuff before. I know the offense. So I want a little extra money. I'll threaten to hold out. And if I don't get my money, at least I didn't have to go through your stupid camp. It's a possibility. I think uh, about how camp is so scaled back to the way it used to be, it, too, right? I mean, it's not even like as and, difficult and grueling well, as it And they still these. don't want to do it. Because I and keep going back to what Steve Young said. is like, that's why football is so bad in September, spilling into October November now, is when football Because starts. that's yeah. all extended preseason, because these guys don't do anything. They're not practicing in pads. They're no more two-a-days. Coaches are so restricted on what you're able to do during these camps anyway that... Is anything really being accomplished? So back in the day, you used to hold out because you didn't want to have to go through the rigors of camp. Now you're holding out because you don't want to have to go through it because it's a joke. And you don't want to get hurt. Well, that nobody nobody of significance plays in these preseason games. No. And unless you've got a job. Like, listen, it, it's still meaningful to the draft picks and the guys that are trying to make the team. Absolutely. But for a veteran like uh, T, uh, Zach Martin or Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs, they're, ah, I'm good. Look, every team goes into camp, okay, whether they want to admit this or not. Sure. What is it, 56-man roster? Is that what it is in the yeah. NFL? They go well, into 53, camp. 53, I think. Or maybe it's 56. Uh, whatever. But it was 53. The, these, like, right now, camp is opening up today. These teams, like the Jets, for example, they know... All but, let's say, the final five spots of who that final roster is going to be. And very meaningful meaningful to the 10, 12 people that are up for those five spots. Sure. But, their livelihoods. Aaron Rodgers isn't losing sleep over. You know what it is? Training camp, preseason, stuff like that. That's to build up your depth. It's to fill out the bottom part of your roster right. to where you know you're building up your practice squad. God forbid somebody gets injured during the season. We got to go out on the waiver wire get somebody to fill the spot. These are the moments where they're going to showcase their mm-hmm. opportunities in the preseason. That's all it is. But if you're a diehard fan and you want to see the stars and the guys that you know are the popular players, you got to wait till September for that. Unfortunately, That's right. but it's still football and people are Jones and Ford, so they'll watch it. Look, I'm glad. I mean, selfishly, right? We do the Jets. Selfishly, we I'm do? glad we only have one home preseason game. Because you get to spend I more time with us. I see one in person with these eyes, like being at the game. I always like to go. I don't like being stuck in the studio. I like. Oh my but God. preseason. Even the preseason, I'd rather did, be there. Did, they feed us. Yeah, but how many years has it been? Five, they six don't. years. We feed ourselves though. This will be your sixth season. Okay, so but even then, when you were doing it, still guys played in the preseason more than they do now. Now no, it's like I next it. to nothing. But I'm just saying, if I've given the choice of being in the building or in the studio, I, I always I picked in the building. Now, but, I get there early enough that I don't have to worry about well, traffic, like, and I leave late enough that I don't have to worry about traffic. You don't have to worry about traffic in a Greg preseason game. It, I get, Greg, he, he pays, you, you, could, you could think 
that Woody Johnson owns the Jets. If you didn't know any better, you think Greg Buttle. <laughs> you follow he, he he would we would go in the green room. Greg's telling us what we're going to eat. We get it delivered to our spot. <laughs> Tremendous food, great atmosphere. I'm there seeing actual people instead of you know sitting in the, in the hovel that's the that the studio. Well, we, we KFC. Well, we've changed. Wait, I want to be in that life. We go no, bagels. I don't now. eat the KFC. No, we do bagels now. Well, the bagels are going to be. See, that's the thing. We would do bagels a lot. I'd bring the breakfast. I had the Joe because we or, had or Ray. It was Ray like all one o'clock games. Yeah. Now this year, what do we have? Oh, Only one or two one o'clock lob- games you're on the get road. Lobster for the table. Right. It's going to be lobster. Oh, the lobster's <laughs> going to be sitting right there in the middle of the console. <laughs> Greg ordered. Greg wanted to order Jersey Mike's for everybody. One one. No. Oh. Uh, a certain someone couldn't what find something at Jersey Mike's. I'm not naming names. You could be right. I understand. Are they a sponsor? No. No. Isn't the healthiest thing in the world. But it's your reasoning was funny. Good. There's a reason. It's good it. eats. There's a reason behind it. What the Jersey Mike? Yeah. Well, you're not. You're. I don't like their marketing campaign. <laughs> I was creeped out by the Danny DeVito ads. Well, how are you creeped out? I don't because want Danny he's a DeVito breathing over my sandwich. Because in the commercial, you, you know, like you go to any establishment like a Jersey Mike's in this case, and there's a sign out front that says "No loitering." What is he doing in these commercials? I'll give you an example. Like, you're sitting there having your sandwich. Here's Danny DeVito in the commercial. I okay? love this. for yes. I love okay? Look at that sandwich. Well, let me get my knees at you. Look at that sandwich. How nice and fresh it is. How thin the turkey is sliced. And he's got that, like, stringy, like, John Quincy Adams hair, which is, like, touching, can, touching the so, sandwich. I get It's disgusting. All right. I, but, so I'm done. But I, but no. Hey. That's stupid. No, I can no, understand no. the commercial being stupid. Oh, come on. I get it. They're not that good to where, like, I put all that stuff aside right. because I got to have a sandwich. I walked in and they no, just no. opened a Jersey Mike's not well, far from my fault. house. I that's your point. I go in there. I don't. There's nobody hovering over me. And they do make Danny a, DeVito's not there. They make a quality product. But they do make a good sandwich. Bit. And you know what I respect about them? I'm going to tell you what it is. But tell me. All right? You I live don't, in New I don't, Jersey. I'm not, a big, I'm not a big cold sandwich guy. So mm-hmm. I'll get, like, the meatball hero. I'll get sure. the steak sandwich. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, my gosh. In New Jersey, which is like the capital of the deli, and you're talking about, uh, you're the yo-yo that goes to Subway and gets like a meatball parm or something. You go to an Italian place and get a hot sandwich, a cheesesteak or something like that. You don't go to Jersey Mike's. No, I go to Jersey Mike's. I'm going to tell you why, because a but lot no, of the Italian... you're the same guy that he'd go to Tasty Stubs and get the hot sandwich. That's the same no, thing. No, I did the same thing. But you know why? Because they don't make the mistake that a lot of these Italian establishments do, is they put the meatballs on too early, and it softens the bread, and I don't like it. Well, you put it in the oven, it crisps but it up I, a little but bit. But they don't do that. But you know where they do it? You asked them, and that's Mike's. not a real point. Because that's the thing I'm no, going to say. I get the steak sandwich. No, because you don't go, so you don't know. You're going by the commercial. <laughs> I'm telling you, they don't. They won't put it, bring it out of the oven until I get there. They wait. <laughs> Look at that cheese. <laughs> it's a commercial. Are you enjoying <laughs> It's a stupid. Come to Jersey Mike's where you could spend $25 and get like a you're, five you know sandwich where you're still you're hungry. All wet. You're all wet on this. You're all wet on this. <laughs> all right. the- I agree with you. It's an irritating commercial. There's a lot of irritating commercials, but I'm not going to have that reflect well, like on I the said, product. you got to go with the Brinks truck, too, for what you're paying for what you get in exchange. What uh, we order, Nancy orders it online. Thoughts on the Wawa? I go to pick Jersey it up. People? It's that? wonderful. Thoughts on the Wawa hot sandwiches and everything? Wawa, no, you're I a fan? Sam- I go to, no, no, I don't go to Wawa. No, no Wawa for you. No, no you, I'll not. tell you, no. You go to the Wawa, you go right to the, the screen, you order a, a tuna sandwich, oh, a toasted tuna bread. Oh, tuna Wawa? Oh, my God, it's delicious. <laughs> Look at the tuna. <laughs> you, you're on... 
You're 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 all you're worse than Kay. You're the no because no. this is no. the guy that would go to a diner in the middle of the night and eat the seafood. No, that's my brother. My brother would do that. Oh, what are you doing? I'll there take, you go. I'll eat the seafood. Yeah. I'll take the shrimp cocktail. David, it's moving. It's it's not in the same place on the shelf. In the last three, when you when you pointed at it and you oh needed it, and you told the server it actually moved. No, you don't do that. Uh. That's just dumb. But the things that get you get caught up in. Then you miss like a quality product. Now I'm not saying I, I go every day, One but I, I go to Jersey Mike's. It's a great product. Can I, tell you I can't believe I went, you did I that went, for the for TV. No, <laughs> well, 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 because I'm a performer. Damn it, that's why. Listen, I went to, I gave it a shot, okay, and I wasn't impressed. Then the ads came, and that just added fuel to the fire. Well, if you must know, I can understand. I can understand that. Well, I get a bad experience. Before we get out of Dodge, this was a lot of fun. Again, mm. I, this might have been the best one. They, they, this, we've never had a stretch of three consecutive days <laughs> in which the ENN has has given you so little information, absolutely but so what much you, entertainment. What do you need to know? No, I'm just saying it's, it's all an the entertainment, entertainment business. You want to hear from Nick Saban? I have that. <laughs> happy 101st birthday to. The great Rachel Robinson, wow. hundred and one today. Hundred and one, and she still looks great. Seriously, and that and that is the way to end it. Brought to you by Jersey Mike's, and of course, ENN D'Agostino and Associates, the injury firm. Thirty-five years of getting accident victims every dollar they deserve. Offices throughout New York and New Jersey. Eight 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 twenty-four Law Twenty-Four D'Agostino. Bite back. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.